following is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, to play pinball and put in your earplugs put on your eye shades you know where to put the cork Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. This week, Tom's got lots of things on his mind. Put your seatbelt on. Arms in the car and your hands on the wheel. Here's Tom. Welcome. How you doing? How you doing? How are you doing? Hey, Tom, who was that that I just played? That's Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray Vaughan. I can't get one past him. I keep trying. Oh, I, already, you, I, I looked on your thing, oh, but so I, I knew so it you anyway. Kinda, you kind of did a little cheap yeah. look. I'm going to have to keep that under the table next time. She's doing that off an iPhone, by the way. Um, I want to start off by reading uh, a passage of Scripture that um, I believe is, well, all Scripture is important. Every bit of it is breathed by God. It's it's uh, um, comes from the heart of God. It is written through men, but it uh, reflects uh, the heart and mind of God. This is from Second Corinthians, which is uh, Paul's second epistle to the church at Corinth in Greece, uh, and and. Chapter 4. I'm going to read this entire chapter. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, that would be the ministry of, uh, of ministers of the gospel, as we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And I'll add there that those that don't know Christ, don't know God, have a hard time, if not impossible time, apprehending what is meant by the gospel. They can't see it because their eyes are closed to it. And it says it right here. In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, 
lest in the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine into them, unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. That is, they're not preaching for Paul's sake or for the uplifting of his name, but for the name of Christ. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For which we live, for we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake. That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So then, death worketh in us, but life in you. So, you know, that's a theme of Paul's, is that while he is preaching the gospel and living to Christ, living for Christ, that his body is being attacked. He's under all sorts of affliction. And that uh, his death actually identifies with the death of Christ. So then death worketh in us, but life in you, we having the same spirit of faith according as it is written. I believed, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise us up also by Jesus and shall present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Now, I've got some stories that I'm going to read concerning, uh, well, one of them, is about the church in Iran. It's interesting because Iran is a state-sponsored terrorist country. Uh, Everybody in the Middle East fears and really loathes Iran and their revolutionary government. Uh, They are exporters of terrorism 
uh, to Hezbollah and other um, groups that directly confront Israel. And the Saudis uh, don't like them either, nor do uh, many of the other Middle Eastern countries. As you see, the United Arab Emirates just uh, put together a diplomatic deal with Israel. And many would say that uh, that is in response to the threat from Iran in in the region. But even though uh, Iran may be a, this is an article written by John Poluska, ChristianHeadlines.com, even though it may be a hotbed for terror, that doesn't necessarily mean everyone who lives there supports it. According to Open Doors USA, a very good organization, I might add, worthy of your contribution dollars because Open Doors USA um, take, makes a big effort to, uh, and not only do they make an effort, but they succeed at it, um, funding and looking after Christians in very difficult countries for Christians to live in. Didn't we have the... the David the, Curry. Yeah, we had David Curry on the show. It was probably a couple of months ago, I think. Yes, he was on the show. And that's, that's up on podcast on the website. Right. According to Open Doors USA, it is both illegal to convert to Christianity in Iran and preach there. Oftentimes, Christian pastors will be arrested and given, given long prison sentences for crimes against the national security. If you open up your doors to a house church in Iran, then your home could be frequently raided and monitored. And if you do happen to go to prison, the prison situation there is appalling. Despite these issues, Christianity Today reports the Iranian church has grown to around a million members. This is according to a survey by G-A-M-A-A-N, a research group based out of the Netherlands. The survey asked 50,000 Iranians what their belief was. 90% of those surveyed live in Iran. According to the survey, 1.5% of Iranians are Christians. Extrapolating that out yields a minimum of 750,000, but there are also 117,500 Armenian and Assyrian Christians living in the country, putting the actual baseline closer to 867,000. Now think about that just for a minute. Think about being that kind of minority in that kind of country. Think about what you live under and the appalling conditions that you're subjected to if you're not in prison already. You could be. Or just what is done to you on a daily basis just living your life. You know, I believe that Christians like this that are persecuted for their faith, they're 
closer to biblical Christians than uh, you see most other places, and they certainly deserve and will be presented with a high reward in heaven for what they have gone through. However, Christianity Today reports the survey itself states there, without a doubt, in the order of magnitude of several hundreds of thousands and growing beyond a million Christians in Iran. But isn't this surprising if you ask missiologists, that is, Christians fo focusing on missionary work by researching and analyzing the culture before preaching the gospel, who have been reporting explosive growth of Christianity in this Islamic country. So much that Christianity Today reports Iran is feeling threatened by the growth of Christian churches in the country. How many of us would stand up to the difficulty the um, destitution that you might have to face, the poverty, uh, the, the just incredible malignant attitude from the government to stand up for your faith in Jesus Christ. Well, many people in Iran are doing this right now. So if you would like to try to help them, uh, you can give money to Open Doors. It's Open Doors USA, I think, .org. Um, and they will directly help people in Iran uh, who who are Christians and uh, who are suffering from uh, persecution. Here's another article. Milton Quintanilla. Trump campaign adds religious freedom, protection of unborn lives to second term agenda. Now, yeah, you know, there's a thing about that came out about Trump today saying that he denigrated military heroes in France. Uh, the the uh, the campaign and uh, the administration is saying that never happened. And the guy at the Atlantic that wrote the article admitted that he used secondhand sources for. Uh, for that article. So there's going to be a lot of nasty hit pieces. Some of them absolute lies that, that because the satanic uh, opposition to uh, abortion being um, done away with is, um, is really strong. 
As President Trump seeks to run for a possible second term, his campaign recently added the protection of unborn lives and the defense of religious freedom to its agenda entitled Fighting for You. In late August, the campaign put out a press release that highlighted Trump's priorities if he is awarded a second presidential term. According to Catholic News Agency, uh, the issues of protecting unborn lives and religious freedom were absent in the initial release, which raised the concern from some Catholics. Um, they have updated its 50-point list last weekend, adding under heading Defending American Values. And they have on there, continue nominating constitutionalists, Supreme Court, and lower court judges, protect unborn life through every means available, defend the freedoms of religious believers and organizations, support the exercise of Second Amendment rights. Now, I'd like to focus on protect the unborn life through every means available. Well, you know that uh, repealing Roe versus Wade is what needs to happen. And uh, short of that, there will continue to be abortions and in some places right up until birth. So um, it's good to see that the Trump campaign has updated their platform to increase or to uh, include protection of life. I'll tell you a little story. Uh, my grandmother was facing a difficult pregnancy in 1930. And um, her doctors quite frankly, uh, advised her to terminate the pregnancy. And uh, she didn't do it. And that's why I'm here today. Um, and it cost her life. It did. In, that, in the birth of your father. But I know where she's buried, and I go there from time to time, and thank God for... Um, the fact that she did not, well, that, she, you know, she she basically gave her life up for me to be here. So I know kind of from a personal standpoint uh, what that sacrifice means and um, – it's everybody's, every woman's, obviously they, they have to choose their, their, themselves. But um, it's probably been made too easy for it to be used. And the, um, the burden or the uh, damage falls disproportionately on African-American uh, babies, and this has been quoted by a number of African-American leaders. 
who um, have talked about this. So I think that uh, it's a good thing that the Trump campaign has included this as one of their platforms and it's my hope that they'll stay with it. You got anything? You got about another minute before our break. We can do a little more Steve Ray Vaughn and sure. take it on out to the break. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show, powered by Dupree Financial Group. Tom's carrying this show all on his own today. It's a heavy burden, too. And you're doing a good job with a little bit of help from the good Lord above. Uh, we appreciate you listening. Stay tuned for the second half of the show. And we will take it on out from the Dupree Studios on Main Street. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few minutes. There we go. All right. We'll see you in a few or talk to you in a few minutes. I just had my hair washed. Your week. So there's no way I could have set that up. Your news. Violent mobs. Every day. There are seven vaccines globally now. As events happen, we'll happen to be there. The economy is recovering. News Radio 630 WLAP. We live in uncertain times. It is not uncommon for investors to be fearful about the equity markets and what they may or may not do. At Dupree Financial Group, we are here to act as a sounding board for our clients and prospects as they seek to develop understanding of how to proceed with their investments. Since we are in uncharted waters, our efforts are to educate, guide, and empower our clients. Despite the unique nature of today's investment climate, there are parallels with past markets that can be drawn. We can share some of these ideas with you. For a free analysis of your retirement investment accounts, call the Prefinancial Group at 859-233-0400. And be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show, Saturdays from 7 to 9 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's the Prefinancial Group at 859-233-0400. iHeartRadio has tons of playlists for every mood and activity. And now, iHeartRadio has worked with many of your favorite artists. This is Dan from Disturbed. We're the Black Keys. And we're Shinedown. Plus, Ozzy Osbourne, Mike Shinoda, and more to create handmade playlists so you can get into what they really like. The best part? You can listen to them all for free. Open the free iHeartRadio app, tap the playlist tab, and let the music play. iHeartRadio, number one for music, radio, and podcasting, all in one app. Hey, Big Blue Nation, this is Rob Hundley with Back Construction. You know you can trust Back Construction for all your home remodeling, handyman, window and door needs, but did you also know you can trust Back Construction for your roofing needs? Give us a call today, 859-225-BACK, for all your handyman needs. Back Construction is a local award-winning professional remodeler, and we will provide you the kind of service and quality that you expect. Check us out online at backconstruction.com. I'm Governor Andy Bashir. What if you had COVID-19 and didn't know it? Would you act differently if you did know? 
The fact is many Kentuckians are symptom-free carriers, unknowingly spreading the disease to our most vulnerable and holding back our economy. None of us want that. So wear a mask, help slow the spread, do it for your loved ones, do it for Kentucky's economy, do it for you. Let's mask up, Kentucky. Beautiful fall-like conditions are filling in for you this Saturday with mostly sunny skies and dry conditions lasting throughout the day. You're talking lower humidity levels and highs today only topping out into the mid to upper 70s coming in well below average and we'll keep these nice conditions even going into Sunday where dry conditions and highs in, in the lower 80s coming in for that Sunday as well. From the WKYT First Alert Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Adam Bernstein. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeart Radio station. Social distance doesn't mean that you have to be socially distant. It's time to advertise and let your customers know that you are here to earn their business. Call 1-844-BY-RADIO and let us build out a media plan that will bring customers back to the places they need and love. iHeartMedia, 1-844-BY-RADIO. Call us now. When you're stressed, you just don't feel like yourself. New Natrol Relaxia, a full line of drug-free supplements to help you manage occasional stress and anxiety. A special blend of herbals keeps you feeling calm and balanced throughout the day. Because when there's less stress, there's more you. Try new Natrol Relaxia. Learn more at relaxiamood.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is an important message for all current and former Boy Scouts. The Boy Scouts of America has declared bankruptcy. If you were sexually abused in scouting, you could receive compensation, but you must file a claim by November 16, 2020. You may file a sexual abuse claim regardless of your current age or the year the sexual abuse occurred. Visit officialbsaclaims.com or call 1-866-907-2721. Paid for by the Boy Scouts of America. Hi, this is Tom Dupree with Dupree Financial Group. Many people have 401k and 403b plans for their retirement investment accounts. In certain cases, our firm can help participants in these plans manage their investments. This can be helpful because those retirement plans often offer numerous different mutual funds as investment options, and unless the participant is an investment expert, it can be quite confusing. In this case, we put our investment expertise to work for you, the participant. For a free analysis of your retirement investment accounts, call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. Also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturdays from 7 to 9 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP or WLAP.com. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. 630 WLAP.
Welcome back to the Tom Dupree Show for the second half of the hour. Over to you, Tom. I know you peaked again, so I won't ask you who this is. You think I didn't know? I don't know. I keep, I, I keep coming, hoping that I'll come up with something that passes you by. This may be still a little too mainstream for you. Uh, I wished you hadn't turned it off. I do have controls so over here. It's the song is not by Hendrix. It's somebody else, and I can't think who wrote that song. BBC Sessions, perhaps. That's that's is that not, the name of the album? Yeah, but that's not who wrote the song. That's it was at the BBC. Because he was living in London, I think, at the time of his death. Anyway. A lot of people have played that. I think Stevie Ray Vaughan played that song, too. Kind of the theme of the music today. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. All right. Another article. I'm real... That was a little tongue-in-cheek, incidentally. Hey, Joe. This is another one by Milton Quintanala. Call me lazy. But I just like the way these people cover things, and it's hard to find articles like this uh, that that talk about what's going on in the Christian world. And, And this involves another person that I think very highly of. Franklin Graham. He's the son of Billy Graham. But he has taken far more heat for his views than his father took in all of a 60-year ministry. Franklin Graham's taken more heat in a year than than Billy Graham ever took. And... uh, uh, Don't you think things are a lot more extreme and that has something to do with it? Well, I think... Or maybe during I, I, the Vietnam War, it was pretty extreme, too. Yeah, but Billy Graham was kind of a friend of presidents. He tended not to get into politics, and he t- tended to be their buddy more. And he didn't take um, as many... Uh, problematic views. If he had those views, he didn't make them known. And Franklin Graham has not been afraid. Well, I'm not going to say he's not afraid. Everybody's afraid. But despite his fear, if he had it. He takes bolder political stances, perhaps. Yes, So there's a group called Faithful America. I looked them up. They are comprised of mainly left-wing clergy. And um, they're a left-leaning activist group. They are urging Samaritan's Purse. This is the group that Franklin Graham founded based in Boone, North Carolina, that essentially uh, performs 
acts of mercy for people uh, all around the globe and here in the U.S. One of the things that they did uh, during the worst part of the COVID crisis was they uh, set up an outdoor hospital in Central Park next to the Cedars-Sinai Hospital, I believe it was, and treated coronavirus patients that the hospital couldn't treat. And it, it was an overflow situation. It wasn't, they weren't able to get all, everybody taken care of. To, uh, Samaritan's Purse went up there and set up and basically would pray with these people and that kind of thing. And when uh, Bill um, de Blasio got wind of their conservative views, he basically pressured them out of the city and also some other uh, left-wing groups just said, you can't be here. Forget the fact that we can't treat all these COVID patients we're, th- we're kicking you out of here because of your views. We don't accept the fact that you believe that marriage is between one man and one woman. You don't accept the agenda that we would have you uh, accept. So this uh, outfit called Faithful America, a left-leaning Christian activist group, is urging Samaritan's Purse to remove its founder, Franklin Graham, after he prayed at the 2020 Republican convention. Last Friday, this group, Faithful America, made a petition entitled, Tell Samaritans First, Franklin Graham's Hateful Pro-Trump Politics Are Ruining Your Credibility. In the petition, the group asserted that if the directors of Samaritan's Purse truly believe in their purpose of sharing God's love, then they would oust Graham. Okay, let's talk about that for a second. Can God have love without righteousness? Is it possible? For a loving God to be loving only and not righteous. In other words, not adhere to his laws. Well, Franklin Graham believes probably not. And I think this other group believes so. The final night, quote, of the 2020 Republican convention began with a partisan appearance from notoriously homophobic preacher Franklin Graham, who prayed, I thank you tonight for our president, Donald J. Trump, in the mighty name of your son, the petition stated. Standing behind a Trump-Pence campaign sign, Graham also used Jesus' name to give thanks for the many blessings we have received these past four years. We would hardly consider family separation, the deadly COVID-19 response, 
rampant corruption and authoritarianism or ongoing systemic racism to be blessings, the group asserted. While Faithful America commends Samaritan's Purse for their important work for the sick and the poor, Graham's hateful politics and support of President Trump is damaging the credibility of the International Christian Aid Organization. All right. My bet is that when they were treating people at the uh, Central Park location, they weren't asking, are you gay or not? Or when they treat people throughout the world. I doubt that that's a question. Samaritan's Purse and or Franklin Graham ask. The group then asserted that if the directors of Samaritan's Purse care about their credibility and if they truly believe in the purpose of showing God's love, then Graham's hateful support for Trump should show them that it is time to find a new chairman and CEO. The petition then urges members who agree with Faithful America's position to take a personal stand and tender their resignation if the entire board does not vote to remove Graham from his leadership position. Samaritan's Purse responded to the petition telling The Hill that Graham does not tell people who to vote for, but he does encourage everyone to pray and vote. They added, if the DNC had asked him to pray, he would have prayed there as well. The most important thing any of us can do for our nation is to pray for our leaders, regardless of their political affiliation. Franklin Graham continues to lead Samaritan's Purse and the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association with the purpose of sharing God's love and truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ with hurting people around the world. Under his leadership, Samaritan's Purse is committed to providing spiritual and physical aid to victims of war, poverty, natural disasters, disease, and famine, as evidenced by our relief efforts in more than 130 countries in the past 50 years. Franklin Graham, the son of the late evangelist Billy Graham, has been serving as Samaritan's Purse President, Chairman, and CEO since 1979. So I don't think he's going to get removed, but I just think it's pretty audacious. But that's what you get from the left these days. Audacity. Lack of manners. Lack of judgment. Complete and total blind hatred for the president. God is pro-life, Pence says. He will fight alongside us and touch hearts and minds. This is by Michael Faust. Vice President Pence on Thursday told a gathering of pro-lifers that the pro-life cause is winning in America and the nation is on the cusp of restoring the sanctity of life back to the center of American law. 
But Pence also warned the audience that if Joe Biden were elected, he could reverse much of the pro-life advances made under the Trump administration. For those of us who cherish the extraordinary progress that we've made in this movement, the stakes have never been higher, Pence said. God, he said, is on the side of pro-lifers. Pence made the comments at Christ Baptist Church in Raleigh, North Carolina, as part of the Life Wins multi-state tour with the Susan B. Anthony list. Marjorie Dannenfelser, president of the organization, interviewed Pence on stage during Thursday night's event. The Democrat Party has become the party of abortion on demand, late-term abortion, and taxpayer-funded abortion. By the way, Pelosi said that you know if Biden wins... That's going to be one of their initiatives for uh, next session is uh, taxpayer-funded abortion. And you even had a governor in the state of Virginia that actually openly defended infanticide on a radio broadcast. You had Democrats in the state legislature of New York who were cheering at the passage of a bill that allowed for a baby to be aborted right up until the moment of birth Then, here in North Carolina, I know you actually had a governor that vetoed a bill that would outlaw late-term abortion. We also had that here in Kentucky, by the way. Pence noted that Biden, the Democratic presidential nominee, formerly called himself personally pro-life and opposed taxpayer funding of abortion. Biden, though, changed his position on taxpayer funding last year while running for president. How long has he been running for president? 30 years. You hear me? How long has Biden been running for president? 30 years. Hadn't he been in government for 40? 50. Yeah. He says he wants to codify Roe versus Wade into law. I thought it was. Anyway, Joe Biden and the Democratic Party have been overtaken by the radical left. President Trump is unafraid, unapologetically pro-life, and has supported more than 200 principal conservatives to our federal courts. And that's a big, uh, that may be his biggest uh, achievement, aided and abetted by Mitch McConnell. Pence was a Democrat in the 1970s, but was drawn to the Republican Party in part due to Ronald Reagan's pro-life views, he said. Pence also said the pro-life cause is winning, Americans, he added, are receptive to the pro-life message because it's one of love and compassion. I hope that's true. I I certainly believe it's true. If we continue to bring the cause of life before the American people, you're going to see more and more people stand by the right to life, he said. Have faith in your neighbors and friends that when we come with compassion, when we come with truth, and we come alongside young women that will win this cause. I truly do believe that this rising generation will be the generation that sees us restore the sanctity of life back to the center of American law. Quoting Jeremiah 1.5, Pence told the audience, the one who said, before you were formed in the womb, I knew you, will fight alongside us and will touch hearts and minds, and will restore the right to life at the center of our nation's laws. And I do believe that the curse 
of abortion is what has put us in some ways in the place that we are. What are you going to do about 60 million lives extinguished over a 40-something year period, nearly 50? What are you going to do about that? You, you, you can't bring them back. The only thing you can do is repent and ask God to have mercy on us as a nation for what we've allowed to go on. And this has tainted and affected every one of us. And we can't keep doing it. It's, it's, this is what the old uh, Satan worshipers did. They sacrificed children. I mean, it's, it's gone on for years. It's, it's been codified into our law been allowed by our Supreme Court. This is evil. We make a travesty of justice when we demean human life. Everything else, it calls out against us. So, you know, I believe that um, that Trump and Pence have worked uh, to to reverse this. But the left hates the idea that it would be taken away. They will fight it with unbelievable passion and fire. And even there's a lot of people that are, uh, quote, moderates that are supporters of abortion that don't really know the gruesomeness of it if you watched the Republican convention and, and saw uh, this woman, Abby, I can't think, maybe Abby Johnson, who had worked for uh, Planned Parenthood and who, uh, you know, was now, had now started her own foundation to, to fight for the lives of the unborn. Uh, she talked about it because she was in on several. And um, it's a gruesome terrible thing and it should never have been legally allowed in the United States but it has been and there's been a great toll think of the incredible talent and uh, creativity and just the workforce that's been canceled out you know because of this thing how many people are not here. Many of them would be in their forties now, um, you know, and, and approaching fifty. Okay, that's it. All right, he says he's done. So I'm gonna play us on out with a little bit of music. In the next hour, we will have a roundtable discussion uh, with the Dupree team about the what's been going on in the financial industry and we are powered by Dupree Financial Group we'll be back in just a few minutes you're listening to the Tom Dupree show stay tuned
I accept. I accept this nomination. It's full steam ahead. Continue to go forward. Destination Election Day. To change the course. We are not going back. Roll with the station that keeps you informed. News Radio 630. WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree with Dupree Financial Group. Many people have 401k and 403b plans for their retirement investment accounts. In certain cases, our firm can help participants in these plans manage their investments. This can be helpful because those retirement plans often offer numerous different mutual funds as investment options, and unless the participant is an investment expert, it can be quite confusing. In this case, we put our investment expertise to work for you, the participant. For a free analysis of your retirement investment accounts, call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. Also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturdays from 7 to 9 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP or WLAP.com. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400.